Today we're talking about how to build your program and then add additional masterclasses. This is going to be a really exciting show because we get asked these questions a lot. People just don't understand how to put together all of the content that we put out and the great programs that we have into something that is going to achieve their goals. Stick around. What's up everyone? My name's Yanni Gormeister. Uh, to my left, we got Phil White, Switched On Physio. And across the table, we got Rad. Behind the mixer, we got Richie. We are Unity Gym. Guys, if you want to know how we turn driven people into athletes, you can learn all of our biggest insights over the last two decades by downloading our blueprints. They're available in the description of this replay or podcast. Otherwise, you can go to our website. Big show today, fellas. Wrapping up the week. We're going to teach people how to put programs together with a little bit of skill-based training built around, big spoiler, a foundation of strength, flexibility, and fitness. Hmm. Yep. This is a big one for me because there's a lot of shows where I just sit here being quiet while you guys nerd out about things. But today, I'm, I'm, I get the limelight. I'm going to be, uh, this is my uh, jam talking about this stuff and the stuff that I'm passionate about. So I'm looking forward to it. Good it's going to be good. Well, I like nerding out. <laughs> yeah, and I think there's some really great principles to apply here and we'll solve a lot of the problems that I see as well as a physio. So much of the, the challenge of physio is people struggle to fit in rehab programs to the rest of their training. So, um, yeah, I'm stoked to be talking about this because a lot of, remember, when we're, whenever you're learning this sort of stuff, principles are key and if you can apply it to other parts of your training, you're going to get a long way. Yeah, yeah 100%. absolutely. Yeah. Look, the first thing that we should talk about is something that we introduce in our um, fast growth workshop, which is... The idea of having a, a, a goal, uh, a, a goal daily workout, an ideal daily workout, and a minimum viable daily workout, and that's what we teach people. So your 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 goal daily workout is is what you what you intend to do. You know what you'd like what you'd like to get done. Um, and what we teach people at Unity Gym is that that is their one hour class at Unity Gym a day. So that's your goal. Your goal is to come to the gym and do your one hour training. So if you're one of our UMS uh, online coaching members, then your goal would be just to get through the basic UMS program. You want to you want to focus on strength, flexibility, and you know all the things we've been talking about this week. And then you have your ideal workout, and your ideal workout might be that you know I'd really like to learn a handstand, or I'd like to be able to do the splits in six to twelve months, or whatever it is. And that is additional training. That's yep. that's extra stuff that you, it, it shouldn't replace your goal workout. It's like, okay, if I can get that extra half an hour in today, then I'm gonna work on that skill. And then you have your minimum viable workout, which is even on the worst day, even on the days where you're just absolutely pumped and you just can't get into the gym, you can't do your training, what is the minimum you do to make sure that you don't go backwards? And what we recommend for people in our online coaching community is that that's the 18 minute uh, stretching routine or the um, the warm-ups from the the UMS online coaching yeah I uh, the, and this is a I think this is a really important thing I know you want to dive into the the um, ultimate workout which is where we're going today but I think it would be really cool for all of us quickly all three of us to share what our minimum workout is to give some people who maybe aren't at that level yet a little bit of a take home from today. And I'm happy to go first. My minimum daily workout is the warm-up routine that we have. Uh, we have another six-minute squat routine that I really like as well. But usually the warm-up routine, less the rings because I don't have them at home. And uh, that covers all the mobility that I want to do. And then I also try to always as a minimum, if I don't get a workout done in the gym in the evening, before I have my evening shower, I go for a 15 minute run. And I've got a, a I live in a beautiful place in the world. So uh, right on Sydney Harbour, 
15 minutes means that I can run all the way down to Sydney Harbour, do a lap, and I get to look at the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House and the new uh, Crown Complex that they're building over there, which I love, and then run home up the hill. And that um, is a just under a five-minute uh, kilometre, and uh, it's done in 15 minutes, and that just does it for me. I feel fantastic after that. It's not too long. It's not too short. So a bit of mobility, a bit of cardio. How about you, Phil? Yeah, Let's mine, go around the table. Mine shifted from uh, when I was in lockdown. It was absolutely without, I had to get into do a surf every day. So I loved that combination of a bit of uh, cardio exercise, a bit of skill development, and also just being able to sit and look at the horizon after being in an apartment <laughs> all day. And that's kind of shifted now that I'm, I'm back in the gym. And yeah, I'm really like my body feels so much better when doing weights. So I make and and strength training. So I make sure to get, um, you know, if it's Monday, it's the vertical push pull. Just get like the most basic barbell movements in for that. If I can't fit five sets in, then I'll do three sets. Just like make sure to get those movement patterns in then. And Tuesday squat and so on throughout the week. So if I just get those strength movements in, I know my body will feel that much more supported because my active structures are, are being conditioned and and, and, and how intense so. is it? Anyone who doesn't think that surfing is a workout, oh, go man. surfing. My shoulders. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Upper body, and it's so good for thoracic yeah. extension as well. And at the yeah. moment, because I'm really uh, keen on giving myself golfer's elbow, because I think it's going to be a great learning experience myself as a physio, because it's something that I see the most. I've had it mildly before, but I'm working on uh, kind of getting a, a nasty case of it so I can rehab my way out of it. Uh, <laughs> so as my, um, my must-do workout also includes some um, wrist curls at the moment, which... It's a bit ridiculous, but uh, do it for the the learning, you know. Yeah. What's Rad's <laughs> minimum daily workout? Oh, it's the eighteen minute stretching routine version two that hasn't been released yet. Oh, snap! That's why we're we're releasing that next week because what I do for my minimum daily workout has evolved um, a lot uh, over the years, and it used to be the eighteen minute stretching routine, but there's a there's a lot of things that resemble it, but there's some things that um, have have evolved. You know, yeah. I've figured out better ways to do things and uh, become more efficient. I think when we, I, I mean, I don't even know how long the 18 minute stretching routine version two is going to take. It might, I think, it might be less than 18 minutes though, because I have never doing, filmed it and put it on. Doing a, a Tim Ferriss four hour work week. That yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, but I think it's going to be. I think it might be like the 13 minute stretching yeah, right, routine yeah. or or the or the nine or something like that. Yeah. You know, because I get it done more efficiently now, yeah. uh, and that's my minimum. You know, yeah. my minimum is, is to get that done. And so quickly, just to really um, drive this home, guys. Not we. It, no one. It, no one lives in a perfect world, and very few people can guarantee that they're going to get their goal workout uh, done every day. And so, having a minimum go-to routine really takes the pressure off, and you can achieve phenomenal results over a twelve-month period if you just focus on getting your minimum daily done. And what we find on a psychological level is, if your minimum daily is done in your gym. Nine times out of 10, getting to the gym and getting through the door is the hardest part. So if you just go, I'm just going to get in there on my way to work and get my minimum done, you'll often end up doing a little bit more. I find that at home as well. Yeah. So my minimum daily workout will then often turn into a couple of handstands. Yeah, I was about to say the same um, thing. Or a little bit of splits training or pancake or something like that. Um, Because I just, once I'm, as soon as I'm warm, I'm like, oh you know what, I don't have to do anything right now. I might just do a little bit of this, you know? Yeah, it's all about um, banking small wins. Yep, and success right. comes from a a, a, a a multitude of small wins yep. that create progress and momentum, yep. you know? Now, we're going to very briefly talk about what the goal workout is because we've been talking about this all week. And the goal workout should be a workout that balances strength, flexibility, uh, and fitness. 
and it's uh, structural balance, all of that stuff. And it is for you that are listening that aren't a member of Unity Gym, it is the, the UMS online yeah. coaching program. Yeah. So that is your, the goal workout. That is the workout that if you do or that- the foundations program. The foundations yeah. program. Yeah. Well, that starts with, with the foundations, foundations program. program. Yeah. Um, that is, if you do that daily, you are going to consistently get stronger, get more balanced, get more flexible and all of these things. And as yep. soon as you, you know, that's, you're really gonna make some leaps and bounds forward if yep. as, as long as you I will. am f like absolutely gobsmacked at the results that just that delivers. You know, Rad, myself and Richie, and even Phil, to a degree, we get very hung up on being ahead of the game, you know, and, and being able to outperform our members. And I'll be honest, guys, there's periods where my goal of a workout and the reason why we created this formula of the minimum goal and, and your ultimate workout is because I often stagnate because I can't get my ultimate workout done. And then I just go, oh, it's an all or nothing attitude. Yeah. And I go, I can't, well, I'm not going to work out today. I've got so much work to do and I can't do two hours. I can't do three hours, you know. And then I watch how our members progress over a six month period or a 12 month period by just doing the goal amount, the hour. Yep. of a balanced workout where every mesocycle they assess once they've gone through the foundations program they assess themselves every six weeks that helps them change and update their program based on their weakest yep. links these guys are transforming yep. you know we got guys in here who walked in stiff as breadboards and, and girls with busted up backs and injuries and this and that and i go out on the gym floor and see what they're doing now face to floor pancakes yep. you know uh, double body weight back squats all sorts of stuff like that and i'm lost, just like lost 30 Whoa. pounds of weight you know and, uh, so you know, without a doubt we're going to skim over this because we have driven it home this week but without a doubt the goal workout what everyone should be shooting for is what we've been talking about the foundation the balance in strength flexibility the an anatomical structural balance meaning training in a way that is overcoming your weak links and keeping a good balance between push pull squat bend all those sorts of things yeah, and I've, I've kind of noticed it a few times when we've had new members come in and, and they sort of seem like it's there's not kind of enough in there like it's not you know like it seems too simple or something like that yep. but yeah like it's a message that you know i kept talking about the simplicity done consistently is just the 100 like such a powerful mm -hmm. thing and so yeah, yeah. so i'm going to answer lee's question quickly because in a minute guys i am about to jump into each of our individual master classes and tell you exactly how you use them and fit them into your uh with your goal workout but lee has written um has a good question here saying um, just starting foundations coming from CrossFit practice, is there cardio in foundations? And the answer is no, there isn't, but there should be, and we provide it for you. So I'm gonna tell you how, and I'm gonna tell you why. The, we've, we've kept the programs as simple as possible because what we found was that more is often less, and it just confuses people. So the foundations program is what it is. It's, it's the strength and the flexibility and the structural balance. The cardio, the cardio is, is in a way, it's one of the easiest things to do. Like a lot of people can just go for a run or a cycle or a swim or have a rowing machine at home or whatever. And, and you don't really need to be coached by a, a trainer of our level. That said, if you don't have access to any of those things and you really do need to be shown what to do, that's one of the reasons why we film these at-home workouts. And all you need to do, which is a part of the um, UMS program, you get access to this, any of the at-home workouts, the circuit that we do at the end that goes for 12 minutes, that would be more than enough cardio for you to do um, in a day and it's a really good yeah. option that requires no um, equipment and if you watched me do those 
cardio workouts. They absolutely leveled me in 12 minutes. You can, or 16 minutes, you can really get a, no, 12 minutes. Just remember, it's it's important to remind everybody and all of the viewers and listeners that the foundations program and any uh, structural balance or remedial or conditioning program, depending on which coach you work with, they might label it differently. It might be a preparation program. There is a very specific goal. You get in there, you get out. And this is why we always cringe when people say, I'm going back to do phase one again because I feel like I didn't quite nail it. That's not the purpose of the foundations program or a preparation program. You know, it is a, it is a very specific purpose. Get in there, get all your, um, your base lifts that you probably have never done before. For some people, they've never done rotator cuff specific work or trap three work, forearm, uh, flexion, extension, ulnar and radial deviation, supination, pronation. They've never bulletproof their forearms to avoid tendinopathy, things like that. That feels so desperately trying to get <laughs> just get in there get it done get out and if that means that your cardio drops a little bit it's 9 to 12 or if you're a real newbie 16 weeks 18 weeks, 18 weeks is it maximum it should um, take you should not be in that foundations yeah. program that all three phases for longer than 18 weeks you've got to yeah. move and on from it and take one, the training wheels off one fantastic thing about cardiovascular is that it comes back real quick if yep. you've had a good yep. foundation base of good cardio fitness you'll have it back in, a, in, in less than a month but, but that's said that's sorry i'm just gonna say this real quick the the research shows that eight minutes of high intensity interval training once a week is enough to increase cardiovascular fitness now that means it's what we call a balls to the wall effort where you are literally in a puddle of sweat gasping for air by the end of it which is at a higher intensity than what a lot of people can train at but that's why in those at-home workouts we did 12 minutes if you do that even just twice a week for 12 minutes you're going to get fitter it's also much easier to um incidentally um increase your cardiovascular fitness by choosing different options when you're moving around the world so like taking the stairs instead of the elevator or like Mm -hmm. um you know getting off the bus stop the earlier to you know get your working walking in or you know running to places that you'd often yeah like increasing your pace but it's very hard to like incidentally increase your strength and in a targeted progressive overload sort of way so that's a great um yeah that's why you can really focus on getting the strength done and then figure out how you can um yeah fit the cardio in Yeah, I I mean, I just on the on what Lee said there coming from a CrossFit background, you're going to find the foundations program less intensive, intensive, you know, Mm. Um, I've done a couple of CrossFit wads and and you you most of the time go on balls to the wall, depending on the scenario and your tribe and your gym and your culture and all that sort of thing. It's usually always a balls to the wall workout. And, uh, and that's cool, but just remember the goal of the foundations. The goal of the foundations is not a balls to the wall workout. It's about bringing up the weak links, the things that we over, over a 16, 17 year career training people saw over and over and over again that were really common in people. That's what the foundations program is designed to help overcome. Mm-hmm. And it's just exactly what it sounds. It's just about quickly, it's going back, building a foundation and then moving forward. Yep. All right, let's jump into these masterclasses because we're halfway through the show already and we haven't touched on them yet and this is what everybody's here for. So what I'm gonna do now is we're gonna go through each of our five masterclasses and talk about exactly how you incorporate this. And I'm gonna start with the mobility masterclass because this is probably um, the the most popular one and it's the one that comes up the most. Now, if you've got the mobility masterclass, chances are you also have one or several of our other flexibility programs, meaning the 18 minute stretching routine, maybe the loaded 
stretching routine. Maybe you've even got the UMS online coaching, which has its own mobility included. And the biggest mistake that people make is they ask, the, and this is what inspired this whole week, they say, how do I fit the 18 minute stretching routine, the mobility masterclass and the loaded stretching routine into my workout? And the answer is you don't. You don't, you, you absolutely do not do don't. it. That's yeah. like saying, how do I fit phase one, two and three of the UMS into my one week? You don't, you yep. choose, you are on phase one and when you finish phase one, you move to phase two. Now, when you've got the mobility masterclass, you would, this is how you would most likely do it because it takes time. Those, those pancake and those middle splits workouts, they take time. If you are doing it on its own and you don't have any of our other programs, don't do any of the other stretching programs with it. Focus only on the Mobility Masterclass and do phase one. And the way you would do it is you would do, it depends on how much time you've got. You can get a good result by doing each of those workouts, the middle splits, the pancake, and the back bridge once a week. If you did each of them once a week and you did some general mobility daily, which would be like the 18 minute stretching routine, um, or what I do at the end of the at-home workouts for the last 10 or 15 minutes, that's general mobility. If you did that on the days off, that would be enough that you will see progress. If you're a high achiever, you can do the pancake twice a week, the back bridge twice a week, and I would only do the middle splits once a week, and you have to have a 72 hour break between it, which would mean you do, this is an example, this is how I would do it, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Pancake Monday, Thursday, Backbridge Tuesday, Friday, and then middle splits either Wednesday or Saturday. You could do it on Saturday so you have a break in the middle of the week. And these, these are real workouts. This yeah. is the, I, these, I had, these are challenging. When I did it the first time, I had serious doms after those workouts. Yeah. Like you knew that you'd worked out, yep. you know, and that's what it was designed for. I mean, if you've got all of the programs, then it's probably valuable to know how we did it. You yep. know, we started with the 18 minute routine and we did that solidly every day as a warm up preparation for mm -hmm. our workout yep. or on the off days yep. uh, for about a year, you know, and we got incredible results just by doing that. That opened up our body, that awakened areas of the body that had been stiff and sore for a long period of time. And we got a phenomenal result, as did our tribe here. But we the, plateaued before that year, and that was the problem. And that, that's why we created the loaded stretch. And, and then we moved on to doing the loaded routine. And we integrated that in our workouts, mm -hmm. and we got phenomenal results. And that it replaced the 18-minute routine. It, it wasn't. It wasn't we added to it, because how many hours have you got in a day? It was a yeah. Okay, we need something new, we need to periodize. So we replaced the 18 minute stretching yeah. routine with the loaded stretching routine. And this was also at the period of time where we started to really have a breakthrough and realize that flexibility training should be treated just like strength training. And you need, therefore, you need different programs to cycle, different routines to cycle. Yep different stimulus that the body's going to then adapt to at a faster rate, you know, to avoid plateau. Which is exactly why we created the Mobility Masterclass, so that there was a phase one and then a phase two, and then it moves into end range strength phase one and two. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so anyone who's at a beginner level, and this is really important to understand, it's so appealing to jump to the biggest, sharpest, shiniest object in your toolbox immediately. But you eliminate the ability to progress based on each of the layers of stimulus, mm -hmm. you know, and that I really believe one of my um, uh, mentors 
uh, said this to me once, you know, when I always, when we would have a, a, a playbook of different overload techniques that we could use for bodybuilding. And some of them were phenomenally difficult. And I always used to, you, you're really tempted to give that phenomenal one to your client because it produced such good results for you. And you're always a few years ahead of your client. So you, you're tempted to give them the biggest, be, uh, worst, baddest workout on the, on, on the book. And he's like, no, don't, because the, the, the most nine times out of 10, that's probably going to be overstimulus for them. They're not ready for it. And the other one time out of 10, they're going to get an amazing result from the, just the basic superset or the cluster set or the drop set. And, and they don't need the rest of it. You're going to, you're going to leapfrog a whole bunch of potential progression by giving them the biggest thing. So I would say if you're new to stretching, start with the 18 minute routine, mm -hmm. do that, exhaust that until you feel like you're not getting much of a result anymore. Then go to the loaded and yep. then go to the mobility masterclass, use them as periodization. Yeah. I very much see this in, in my physio practice where you have people coming in and they want a very specific kind of technical fancy exercise thing. And then we're like, hang on, let's look at what you're doing as a whole. And then you see that like, you know, they're not kind of ticking off any of the boxes in the bigger picture of, you know, strength, mobility and, and, and some fitness. And so it's like, okay, why would we just focus on this one tiny bit when we could get, you know, 80% of the way there by just changing really simple things yeah. and, and yeah, building you up. So it's just, 100%, yeah. 100%. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually just looking at the um, pancake one workout um, that I haven't done for, for so many years because I created it a while ago. And man, there's a lot of volume in there and it's brutal. So good luck <laughs> trying to do that and more stretching yeah, outside 100%. of it. Vinnie oh, Brow saying man. that's exactly what yeah. I needed to know. Thank you. Yeah. So, so before we move off the Mobility Masterclass, I'm going to talk about it specifically for those of you that have the UMS program. And if you don't have the UMS uh, online coaching or the foundations program, and you're doing your own workout, I'm gonna give you a, a rough idea of how you would do it yourself. The pancake one would be incorporated with your bent arm strength on Monday and Thursday, and it would completely replace the other stretches that are in there. You do not try to do both. And what that would mean is, so the A1 and the B1, the ostrich walk and the test of the water, they're considered a warm-up. okay? So that's why there's only one set of it. The working sets start with C1 and C2, which is the dumbbell eccentric Romanian deadlift. So you would get that ostrich walk and the test of the water done. So you do your normal upper body warm-up and you get ready for your bent arm strength session and then you do the ostrich walk for between two and six minutes and then you do the test of the water for the same thing. And now you're warmed up, you're ready to go. You're not only warmed up for your bent arm strength, but you're warmed up for your pancake workout. And then just like we do for the whole rest of the UMS, you do your one set of your, of your primary bent arm strength movement, which let's say it's Monday, and it's a shoulder press, a vertical push. And then you would do one set of the dumbbell eccentric Romanian deadlift. Then you do your one set of the uh, secondary or the, the uh, A2 of your bent arm strength. So it would be a pull-up progression. And then you do one set of the same eccentric Romanian deadlift until you've done three to five sets of the eccentric Romanian deadlift because that's, that's your C1. And then you go to C2. Okay, actually, no, there's C1 and C2 here. So you'd be changing them exactly like you would with your primary strength lifts. So you do A1 strength and then C1 pancake. Then you do A2 strength, then C2 pancake I'm, like I'm that. I'm glad you cleared, cleared that up yep. because okay. I was getting confused. There. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so basically, it, it's as simple as this. You do, it, it's like this, guys. You do one set of strength training and one, one set, set of flexibility, flexibility. training. Yeah. One Very set, and, you, and you finish 
the pre prescribed amount of sets of whatever is in order of the strength program before you move on to the next strength movements and the same with the flexibility program. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. The most important thing is that if you're doing the specialization program, which is the mobility masterclass, you are doing it in replacement of the stretches that are in your program for That's UMS exactly online right. coaching. That's exactly right. Now, the only thing that I would say here is, because in phase one um, and phase two of the Mobility Masterclass, it's so focused on the pancake and the middle splits and the back bridge, um, the back bridge does open your hip flexors up a little bit, but if you wanted to on the pancake day, you could do a little bit of hip flexor stretches, okay? And there's plenty of those that are in all of our other programs. You can choose whatever one you want. Diagonal stretch, hero stretch, passive um, hip flexor stretch, whatever you want, okay? So then we move on to the back bridge. Now the back bridge is exactly the same as what I just described, except you would do it with your lower body days. So your strength training, your squat on Tuesday or your deadlift on Friday, and in between sets, you're doing all the shoulder opening movements for the back bridge, okay? And then the middle splits, either Wednesday or Saturday is the flexibility done between sets for your straight arm strength training. For those of you that don't have the UMS, the theme of what I've done there is you're doing lower body flexibility paired with upper body strength training. So it's what we call active recovery. So instead of doing the traditional way of strength training, which is I'm going to do a set of my horizontal push and then I'm going to sit down and do nothing for two minutes while I rest and then I'll do a now set. Now we have a cushy chairs here. It's pretty tempting. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It <laughs> and it's the way that we were training yeah. at Unity Gym for a long yeah. time, you know, yeah. which is, it's just dead time. We, we realized that if we ever wanted to be flexible, we needed, as in literally flexible, not flexible with training, but if you wanted to ever be able to do the splits, we needed to find a way to be more efficient in the window that we had to train. And so that's why we came up with this formula and it works. Well, also optimize because people often want to stretch what they're training, but it's, you know, clear yeah. that, you know, that inhibits performance and that's potentially increases yeah, injury exactly. risk. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, Phil, because that is the reason why we do it. If anybody says, why don't you stretch your hamstrings while you're doing squats? Because it weakens your squat. Yeah. It makes you it, it makes you weaker and you, and it also makes you injury prone as well. Um, so that's how you use the mobility masterclass with your program. Anything yep. you guys want to add to that? No, I just want to yeah, absolutely. I just want to make like keep it as simple as possible. I don't think you should go into A ones and A twos and this and that because that's well, going to confuse are for, the crap the out of people. But those who, are for people that are in the UMS online coaching yeah. program. There's people that are in that program that want to know how do I do this. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. how I you think, do it. I think the basic takeaway there with the principles is really uh, clear, which is just trying to use that that rest time efficiently and bringing in the elements that you most want to work on from your mobility masterclass with the elements of strength that you most want to work on yep. with your strength. Yep. So. and yep. you. Stop all other stretching on that day. Yeah. There is no, how do I yeah. also yeah. include the 18 minute stretching routine? You don't. You don't. Yeah, you here's don't the thing it. guys, remember we, we bang the drum of load management a lot and it's very important. That's why we talk about it almost every show. Stretching is load to the muscle. It's very important that you understand that. So if you're trying to combine a, a ton of different stretching programs into one, that's piss poor load management. Yep. That's the type of thing that leads to an injury, you know, and it might not happen the first time around. It might not even happen in the first mesocycle of training, but it will happen. You will overload the tissues in your body. And if you don't overload the tissues in your body, you'll overload your brain. 
Yeah. And you get to a point where you're just like, oh, oh it, God, it's how do I too much. In? And it's you just, too you much. become stressed. Yeah. Like, and it's, training shouldn't be a stressful experience. Yeah. Well, I don't think it should. Not what we do. Training should be an enjoyable experience. It should be something that you look forward 100%. to. Not something. All training and, should be an yeah. enjoyable experience. Yeah. Right. So now we'll move on to um, uh, skills training. So how do you incorporate skills training? And the skills training masterclasses um, that we offer are really the handstand masterclass and the press to handstand masterclass. And there's two ways to go about this. One way is that you do a separate workout for it. And that depends on how much time you've got. Some people, some people have that and they can do it. And you can get the handstand masterclass done in, you know, you could do it in point. half an hour, 40 yeah. minutes, you know. Um, and you'll find that if you're doing the UMS like um, uh, one of our members, I can't remember his, his name, was saying this the other day, some of these movements are doubled up from the programs. What should I do about that? You don't need to do them twice. You know, yeah. you only need to do risk conditioning twice, yeah. once yeah. once a week or twice a week. You don't need to do it four times if two of your programs say do it twice a week. You know, yeah. So you'll find that um, if you're doing that second workout, you'll look at some things and go, well, I don't need to do this twice because I'm doing it in this workout. Um, that's one way to do it. But if you're like most people and you can only train once a day, there is only one way to do skills training and that is right at the start of the workout. Yeah, and I've learned the hard way and, and it's, it's extremely frustrating when you do your skills work at the back, especially with balancing, hand balancing stuff. Once your central nervous system is fried, you have Barclays chance, no chance. of performing good handstands. Yeah, no chance. And, so you've got to do and you increase start. your risk of injury. Like it's Massively, just so hard yeah. to control. Yeah. Um, you know, not only the, the skill, but also the, the load that's going through your tissues. It's yeah. just... Yeah. Yeah. The difference here is I could walk out on the gym floor right now and do a 20 or 30 second handstand with one or two kick up attempts. And if I tried to do that after the workout I'm about to do, I wouldn't stand a chance in getting up, yep. you know? And, and I want to say this really quickly because some people, the, you know, when we talk about this, this goal workout and then they talk about adding the skills and they go, man, this is like, like, you know, almost two hours of training. I don't have the time for that. I want to make this really, really clear. We've written these programs in a way that they can be inter that, that they can be incorporated with the UMS training, or they can be something that's done completely on their own. Now, if you are somebody that has purchased the handstand masterclass from us, and that is it, that's all you have, and you really want to prioritize handstand training, then there is enough in there that you can build an entire workout around that. And it's going to give you a warm up, some core training, risk conditioning, shoulder conditioning, and handstand skill training. And you could build it into a 45 to 60 minute workout just with that program. But this is really important that you switch onto this. If you're doing what we recommend, which means you've got your goal workout and you're doing your strength and flexibility training and you're also incorporating the handstand masterclass, then you only need to do 15 to 20 minutes at the start of your workout to see consistent progress. So some people are gonna say, but well, I can't fit this whole thing in 15 to 20 minutes. Don't, Yeah. just do some of it. Because the warm up, it doesn't matter if the handstand masterclass warm up is a little bit different to the UMS warm up. You only need to do one warm up, you know? Yeah. Warm up your body, get it ready. So make sure you warm up your wrists and your elbows and shoulders if you're doing a handstand, of course. But then you don't need to do, say, five or six exercises for the handstand if you don't have the time because you've only got an hour and 20 minutes to train. Do three sets. 
Do yep. three sets of handstands. And if you do that three or four days a week or even two days a week, you will see progress towards getting better at a handstand. Yeah. Yeah. Frequency is the key to skill development. It's not volume. Like, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, it's exactly. so much about your brain learning the movement yep. and not so much about just your muscles being able to control it. Like you, you, you build up the muscles from doing the strength training, but if you can just like keep giving your, your brain a drip feed of how to, how to learn a skill, then mm -hmm. that's how you just... Yeah, yeah someone like, shared a podcast with me the other day. I can't remember who it is. They emailed it to me. If you're on the um, uh, the stream now, let me know. Of uh, um, uh, one of the w world's top circus coaches that teach adults new skills, and he went and he also does a lot of research involved. He's involved in a lot of the research on mm -hmm. the neural pathway development for learning a new skill as an adult. And yeah, that's what they're basically saying. Yeah, Frequency that's straight, is absolutely straight key. Straight from my motor control and learning unit in, in at university, yeah, sports yeah. science degree. Like yeah, it's just yeah. so much better to instead of you know on a Sunday like doing it until three hours for three hours until your your shoulders hurt. Like if you yeah. can just tip like even ten minutes every day, yeah. just yeah. parts of that skill, your brain starts to figure it out, yeah. and then utilizes the strength that you're gaining from your yeah. from your strength training. Now onto the press to handstand. The press to handstand is a beast in itself and we recommend only doing it a maximum of twice a week, sometimes even only once a week. And sometimes you can do a half-half version a second time. So what I mean by that is a lot of people will talk about the pain and the DOMS that they feel in their hip flexors from all the compression work. So it is possible that you could do the full press to handstand workout on Wednesday, but then on Saturday, you only do the first half of the workout where you, or you, you do all of the workout except for the compression work. And you got to see how your body responds to that. Now, if you're doing it on its own and you don't have any of our other programs, then just do it like that. Just make sure you've got 72 hours between when you do it. Don't try and do that on Monday and Wednesday. It will kill you. You yeah. want to do Monday, Thursday or yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Friday or whatever. And for God's sake, make sure that you can do at least like a 15 second handstand. Yeah, you're going to need, you need some serious strength in your body before you start doing a press to handstand. And yeah, you need to be able to kind of do a handstand yeah. The at difference least. here with the frequency side of things is that Pressed handstands more about <coughs> maximal kind of compression strength, and yeah. with any time we're doing maximal strength efforts, that's when you need the. Um, exactly whereas right. for most yeah. people doing the handstand masterclass, it won't be a maximal effort; it'll be more yeah. of a skill. Yeah, well, the handstand is a, is more of a skill movement, but the pressed handstand is absolutely a feat of strength and yeah. flexibility. So that's just yeah. why you wouldn't yeah. be putting it in with the yeah. frequency kind of yeah. focus. Yeah. And yeah. now, quickly, for those of you that have the UMS program and you want to work towards a pressed handstand. Do it on your straight arm strength days on Wednesday and Saturday. Do it at the start of the workout and do it at the cost of the rest of the straight arm strength workout. Yep. You must understand that if you are doing a press to handstand, I do not know how you will ever achieve it if you can't do it if you're not prioritizing it, which yep. means that it becomes the focal point of the workout and whatever you can get done after that, that's what you do. Yep. That's the only way that Yanni and I were able to develop a press to handstand is that on Wednesday and Saturday on our straight arm strength days, we went, this is what we're doing first. Yep. And then when we finished, it was whatever we had time and energy for that we did, a little bit of straight arm strength. And any of that straight arm strength stuff from the UMS is going to help with the press to handstand, like especially scapular push-ups and trap three raises, you know, any of that shoulder conditioning is really going to help with it. But understand that whatever your straight arm strength work is, it's going to be supplementary to the press to handstand. I was fried after the press to handstand workouts. They are workouts, so yeah. neurologically <laughs> fatiguing those workouts. Yeah. They kill you, man. Yeah. And whatever you can do after that is like a bonus, like yeah. good for you. They, we, those straight, those 
pressed a handstand workouts for us. If we hammered them and did not rest, they took us about 40 minutes. And yep. God, you were fried at the end. And yeah. often they'd take more. If like anyone an feels like a laugh, go back to when um, Rad was teaching <laughs> me pressed handstands on the live stream when we used to do it out in the gym. It's a struggle. And now we're on to the Muscle Up Masterclass. And the Muscle Up Masterclass is a real easy one. It, Which we're talking now about as a rings the masterclass. Gymnasia, sorry, but yeah. it's all right because everyone knows no, it we've as actually, a Muscle yeah, Up Everyone masterclass. knows it as the Muscle Up Masterclass, but we've actually, as of today, we've changed the name to the ring, the Gymnastics Rings Masterclass. And we've done that for a very good reason because the truth is the Muscle Up is what you will develop at the end of that program once you achieve the ultimate level. But it isn't necessarily the goal of it. And it has turned too many people away from it because they think, oh, I'm not ready to do a Muscle Up. And the truth is it takes you from absolute beginner, from yeah. somebody that can't do one single pull-up that program is amazing for yeah. it could also be called the pull-up masterclass. Yeah. it could you know it so we call yeah, it the gymnastics the, and the rings at the moment when a lot of people can't get into the gym is just yeah it's a oh, really man. great tool if you can so just good, get like some 20 dollar rings yeah. hang them up on a tree yeah, yeah. it's it, a it, very safe it's branch. brilliant for developing that false grip strength in the forearms and hands and wrists it's, yep. yeah it's it's, it's and that's why program. we've rebranded it the rings masterclass so gym, gymnastics rings gymnastics rings and this one's real simple this replaces your bent arm strength yeah. workout. You do nothing. Like yeah. if you've got this and you're doing the UMS program, this replaces Monday and Thursday. Yeah. You, th there is so much volume in that program and everybody that does it finishes the workout yeah. and goes, oh my God, my upper body. Um, it's so good at developing upper body yeah. strength. It's it's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yep. going to be doing that one in a, a week or so myself. Yep. So on, if you uh, want to know how to fit that, Monday if you don't Thursday. have the UMS program and you want to know how do you fit the gymnastics rings, masterclass into your training it becomes your upper body strength training days for what we call bent arm strength in the ums and you do it with a 72 hour break between each yeah. workout i would definitely not, not to be confused with the straight arm strength days yep yeah Stra it's very different very and different very unless different. you want to join me on my quest to get golfer's elbow and then i'd recommend doing it every know, day daily three or four <laughs> days a week yeah and then you'll get a real that's quick. right yeah. that's right is what? that all is that everything that's everything oh, oh, the, oh the, spine. No, 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 the spine mobility yeah. masterclass is the last one and this one's really easy do this, do this every, every day, day. Yeah. Every, Every day, day spine day. People people say there's no sets and reps or whatever written in there. That's intentionally. There is no sets and reps with that. It's just the amount of time that you're willing to give. Yeah. And I would say, I would strongly recommend that if you're learning how to do this, that you dedicate between five and 15 minutes a day for it. That's how I developed the, the level of spine mobility and control that I've got. Um, and the way that you, so, so let's say you're on the bottom end. Let's say you can only do five minutes. What you do is start with phase one. And I can't remember exactly how many movements are in each phase. I think it might be three or, or two or three. You basically do, um, you don't do sets and reps. Just do, if let's say there's three minutes, three moves and you've got five minutes, just spend a minute and 45 seconds or whatever it is on each of those moves. Because the moves look like this when you're learning it. It's like, yeah. if you're on the podcast, you're watching me do some really slow stuff. It's not like do five reps, rest, do it. It's not like that. It's just do whatever time you've got for it. Yep. And then if you move on to phase two, the way you do it is spend 80% of your time working on the thing that you're trying to develop that you can't do from phase two mm. and spend 20% of the time maintaining the thing that you've already developed from phase one and then phase three you'd spend 80% of your time on phase three and 20% of your time on phase one and two so yeah. when I do spine mobility now because I'm not really trying to learn anything I only do it for about one to two minutes yeah. and I do a tiny bit of everything yeah. I'll do like lateral spine waves for about 15 seconds then, you know and that's what it looks like after you get to our level and this yeah. program has massive benefit if you're 
you can fit it in when you're out in public, and yeah. you can really help. Uh, you know, social distancing. Yeah, that's people will right. not stand. People will not stand within six <laughs> feet of you. It's like a double right. whammy. Yeah, also, if you end up at a, if you find yourself on the dance floor of a club, yeah. oh, yes. when Just once well, you know once yeah. you're uh, win some dance comps. mate. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and the last thing that I want to say about the spine mobility is I, except for the loaded spine mobility, the Jefferson curl. Um, which I would recommend only ever doing a maximum twice a week. Um, that is more than enough to do loaded uh, forward flexion and really take your time with that and there's instructions for that in the video. But everything else, I unless you guys want to um, debate this with me, I don't think you can do too much of it. So yeah. you can literally... We've got friend, our friends who are chiropractors get hard-ons when they yeah. see the Spinal Mobility yeah. Masterclass. It is a really, really good program I for do everybody. It all, I do yeah. it all the time. Like yeah. I, I would recommend if you can do it morning, noon, and night, do it morning, noon, and night. Yeah. If you can remember... That, I mean, you think about this. We do this naturally, right? When you've been sitting down for too long, you stretch out. That's a part of spine mobility that you're doing because you've been in forward flexion for so long. It feels good. To go into Jesus extension, Christ, you yeah. know? Some serious um, yeah, arm no, sweat no, going no, on yeah. there, man. Motion, yeah. motion is lotion, baby. Yeah. Get, get moving. Your spine will be, be happy yep. for it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Um, if you've got any questions, put them in and we'll answer them. But this is, uh, this is some valuable information for yeah, any of you. Something also that I, uh, I want to announce, which is like the, a lot of this stuff might seem a little bit overwhelming to the average person and, and also a little bit like, um, uh, wow, what are they talking about? A1, A2, this, that, if you're not used to programming and things like that. We're going to be doing a specific stream to the UMS online coaching where this is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be going deep into the programming side of things. It's something we've wanted to do for a long time. We'll announce a time soon. Uh, anyone who wants to share when their when their ideal time would be. Well, um, we don't really have an, an option with that, Yanni. We spoke about that. It's really going to be straight after this straight show. Straight after this, Because if we do it yep. any other time, then people in America are not going to be able to join in. Yep. And so yeah, uh, that's what it's so going to be. probably be around, be around 9.15. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to start that next week on Friday. And the first week is going to be all about reviewing some of our members' testing week videos so that we can help you individually to build your... Yep. Own program. Yep, hundred uh, percent. I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to add so much value to the UMS online coaching. Um, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's rock it, guys. Yeah, and just really like I think we got into a lot of specifics there. But if people can just like zoom out a little bit, see those big kind of principles that we're talking about, it will just give you so much power to hit your goals because you'll yeah. be able to make your own decisions about how you fit this all yeah. together. And, so uh, really, yeah. and, and guys, listen, anybody that's watched today's show uh, that has our masterclasses and that really wants to understand how to do this, I would watch this show a couple of times. This yep. is, it, th you're, you're not Go going, back through this whole week. Yeah, seriously. This whole week, this uh, series is really important yeah, that you and, take it together as a... Uh, and I'm actually... I'm actually turning this week of videos into content mini for course. all of the masterclasses. Yeah. It's going to be included in the masterclasses so you can watch this whenever you want. You don't have to try and find it on uh, yep. the Facebook page. Yep. Um, but there's some really, really amazing information here for you guys and you need to absorb it and you need to understand how to apply it. Cool. Good stuff. Okay, sorry, uh, we so Andy Lawson's quickly saying with rehab. Um, so look, Andy, we, the, the purpose of this week was about the masterclasses, but I'm going to tell you that one real quick, and Phil can chime in. Um, but we, but we, we might we might have to maybe do this one next week. We can go through. Yeah, I was about to just reply that we'll maybe talk about that Let's on Monday. Let's do it on Physio for Monday. Monday. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it on yeah. Physio Monday, um, Andy. So we'll talk all specifically about the, th the four rehab programs that we have and how you fit them in and, and, and volume and, and all of that stuff. Cool. 
It's a weekend for us now, guys. That's a wrap for the week. As we said, this series this week is going to be put into a mini course for those of you who do grab the uh, master classes just to make it really easy. And um, it's it's really important that you go back through this. Oh, we haven't uh, even actually officially announced it. The, the flash sale for this weekend is all the master classes. Choose which one you want. Oh, we haven't actually right. announced that. So we're about to do that now. So you can get any one of our, you can choose. It's the first time we've done a choose your, last week we did the choose your own adventure for the rehab program. And uh, because we had a lot of people thanking us for that, saying that um, they're really grateful that they could choose the rehab program that they wanted. We thought, well, let's try it for the master classes as well. So this weekend, for the first time ever, you can choose either the gymnastics rings master class, the mobility master class, the handstand master class, the press to handstand master class, or the spine mobility master class. You can get it for forty-nine US dollars each. That is um, a third of the price it normally is. They're normally one hundred and forty-nine US dollars, and. You can, if you want to get all of them, you can just subscribe to the UMS online coaching program for $49 a month and you'll get, get all of everything. them. Everything. All right, guys, have a fantastic weekend. I'm going to be putting more details about that masterclass into my daily Inner Circle email, so look out for that. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Sound of Movement, the yep. Unity Gym podcast. We've cracked a milestone, over 10,000 listens now. 10,000 listens. So we're, we're pretty much a big deal. We're pretty much a big deal, that's yeah. right. And Phil's doing an amazing job with that. A uh, big shout-out to anyone who's watching the replay on YouTube and... Um, Big shout out to everyone in our UMS Movement Mastermind who got involved. If you haven't already, guys, if you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, get yourself over to Facebook, search for the UMS Movement Mastermind. It's a private Facebook group, but anyone can join. There is a prereq though. You gotta agree to the terms and conditions. You've got to agree to the code of conduct. Uh, it's a little checkbox and we probably deny, I don't know, 50 people, 100 people a week who failed to do that, and uh, it's very, very upsetting. It's weird. <laughs> Just do it. All right, guys. See you next week. Big Physio Monday coming at you uh, in a couple of days. Otherwise, have a fantastic, safe, COVID-free weekend. <laughs> Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.